What is up, everybody? I'm Garrett the Trash Man, and you are listening to Trash Talk. We've got our co-host here, Dallin Smith. What's up, dog? Not much, man. No surprise guest for you guys today, but hey, maybe next time. We'll see. Um, anyway, we want to thank Larson Waste, uh, the ho- or the uh, um, sponsor of this podcast, world's best trash company. Dallin, how's pacing going? Dude, it's booming. Booming, baby. Oh, yeah. uh, we're super busy. It's going really well. The word on the street is the the horizon shows dumpsters. They're impacing soon. Is that the truth? I mean, I didn't want to you know, pop the cork off the champagne bottle, but yeah, it's about to get crazy. Okay, so yeah. if you're impacing, it's out there. Yeah, we have a fat list, but if you're still interested, you don't hesitate to call us because we'll get you taken care of. But yeah, they're just it's just too silly not to. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. There's just too much of a demand, too much money to be made. Love it. Love it. All right, so let's rant. Itchy nose? Yeah, yeah. Sorry for All the right, sneeze. Dude. Well, you ready to rant or you want me to go first? You can go. All right. Well, hey, so one thing I actually just shared with Dallin, but it came off of a call that I was on this morning that I thought was useful to me, may or may not be useful for you, and it was the... The statement I wrote down was that clarity on your intentions in a relationship, keep them clean or something to that effect. What I mean about that is like when you're clear on what what you're committed to within a relationship, whatever that might be, whether it's a work relationship, a relationship with your spouse, whatever, it really is a lot easier to keep them clean where you're not holding on to things. You know, you're, you're able to just be like, hey, this either serves my intention and aligns with me or doesn't and you can actually speak to it i don't know if any of you guys have ever had the experience where it's like something's just not either aligning for you or it just doesn't feel right doesn't work for you but you're not really even sure how to articulate it and i believe that's a lack of clarity and so that's what's been on my mind that's my rant cool mine's kind of similar i was um thinking about uh Certain situations, um, specifically when someone may, or for example, ask you to do something, and a lot of times we always give like a natural response right off the bat. And uh, I and want to challenge everyone that I've been something I've been doing is to ask yourself why. So, um, for example, I think my last podcast or so when I brought up my why my wife asked me to go to her volleyball game, I was simply just no. And then I took a second and I was like, okay, why did I say no? And then I broke it down. It was like the most stupidest reason ever. And so once I realized like, oh, that's stupid, then, you know, then I'm going to relay that. And I changed my answer. Yeah, I'll go. That, that was really silly of me. But it's just really nice to think about um, situations and like why we do things and why we don't do things and why we get mad. And just kind of like obviously like kind of breaking down your thoughts as you think them out loud because it adds a lot more clarity to certain situations. Like why was I nervous of asking him that like oh that was silly that had zero effect on anything or that will have zero effect on our conversation at all so i just needed to ask it but for some reason recently i've been asking myself why a lot more like why do i um why do i get so frustrated when someone does that and then i realize like oh that's super stupid like why i feel that way and once i realize that i cut it out and then it just it helps me stay a lot more focused i don't get upset as much um 
I shouldn't say that. I get upset, but then I, I break it down really quick, and it helps me avoid being upset. So You get over it faster. Yeah, I get over it because I, I find a solution to it. Like, Because yeah. I don't like when people tell me, like, oh, I can't do it, and then I naturally ask why, you know? So now I'm doing that to myself. When people say, hey, can you do that? I say, oh, I can't do this. And, like, and then I ask myself, well, why can't you really do that? Like, is that, is that really the reason, or is there something deeper behind it? And that just kind of helps me stay more um, honest with myself. Well, it's, it's funny. Our minds have this like tendency to just like run amok with stories. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't stop yourself and really ask why, your mind will all of a sudden start to tell this like huge story that has nothing to do with reality. You're like, oh, wife wants wants me to go to a you know volleyball game, and in an instant, your mind's like, if you go to a volleyball game, then you're going to be bored, and it's going to go on way too long, and then you're going to be tired, and then you're going to go to work, and on your way to work, you're going to crash because you're tired, and you'll die, so say no. Yep. Like, I mean, that's a little extreme, but like, that's, but no, that's what happens. Like, that, it just runs yeah. amok. Yeah, and that's what I was trying to, I guess, to explain, is when situations like that, stop yourself, say, wait, why? And then you'll realize, like, oh, the real reason is I just, I just don't want to do it. So either say, hey, I, no, I don't, I don't want to do it. Or instead of, like, white lying the shit out of yourself and the other person and creating this elaborate story, it's just so much better to be like, why? So, I had a conversation with my mom once. And it was kind of like that. And I realized so many of us do it all the time. Is she wanted to come stay with us and everything. There were some re- reasons where we were like, okay, like, from this time to this time works for us. And her mind did what all of ours does, starts telling a story of the reason why we said that without her like consciously thinking about it. It's like, oh, they don't love me. That's why they're putting restrictions around when I can come, this, that, and the other. And um, man, it's so useful to slow her down and be like, hey, like, no, that's not it. Like, break that down with me. Does that really make any sense? Like, and here's the actual reason why we said that. And it's like, oh, that totally makes sense. Yeah. And so... So I guess my, my rant can have two parts with it. As long, uh, with asking yourself why, if, if it really doesn't make sense to you, don't be scared to ask the other person why. Yeah. And just a fun fact, at least for me, how it, it, it works best for me, don't ask why in like a sassy sort like, why? Just be like, hey, give, give two words before that. Like, hey, can you help me out? Why, why is that help? Oh, okay. Then, then you both walk away feeling, you know, comfortable with it. And you're not like hard feelings towards yourself or. Well, you can really way. be helpful to the other person by asking why, because they might not be clear themselves, mm-hmm. and so you're like creating the space for them to actually get clear on that instead of just reacting. So. Yeah, I ask my wife that all the time. Why? And then I'm like, oh wait, that is so aggressive and defensive. Why the hell are you even not? Yeah, and then it just turns into a big argument. But I've noticed the more I'm like, hey, yeah, I just like. Why? Why do you want me to do that? Like, just kind of help me understand. I'm not mad. Sometimes I have to do a little work around it. But then it's like, man, our relationship is so much better because of like a few words and like a few more minutes of effort putting into a conversation. So, that's, love it. That's what I wanted to talk about. So, all right. Well, dude, on to the podcast. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. Have you ever had a hard time waking up? Do this your days <laughs> ever drag on? Yesterday. Do you ever feel super, super tired? Do you have ED? No, no, I don't. (laughs) Well, we have a secret recipe to cure all of that. Dallin's might be a little bit different than mine. And my Um, mom's would be way different than all of them. So Dallin's is very simple. I've experienced it firsthand. If you're ever feeling that way, just go get a McDonald's ice cream cone. 
Dude, that, that is so true. I totally forgot about that one. And he'll just be off the wall. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what I'm actually talking about is not just times where it's like, oh, I'm tired because there's a lot going on. I'm talking about like demotivated tired. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Have you ever felt like, do you know what I'm saying? The difference of that? Yeah, and if I want to start off just a little bit by giving the context. I think this podcast is going to play off the question of the day, which was what Kyle asked you. Yeah, Kyle asked me, how am I always so energetic? Yes. So basically, how does Garrett stay so po- – how, how do we, me and Garrett especially, how does Larson Way stay so energetic and positive throughout the day when you know you hit that afternoon crash and all that stuff? Mm-hmm. And uh, we really just want to give some context around that. And like Garrett said, there was one day – when all that fool had to do was get me a 69 cents ice cream cone <laughs> at McDonald's and I was hyped. Well, I would say that's the antidote to like, you know, hey, I'm just tired in this moment. Yeah. Like, if, whether it's an energy drink, ice cream cone, like that'll call, help sure. that moment. And like, what I would recommend helps other moments too. But what I found, you know, I'm talking about weeks or even months, day after day after day, you're just tired. You don't want to wake up. You want to stay in bed all day. You're at work. It drags. It drags. It's like, man, what am I doing? Like, I, I've been there before. I've totally felt that before. And something that keeps me like so, so energetic and just excited about everything we're doing is just reflecting on everything that we've got and being grateful, grateful for it. Like... For example, like, hey, we've got a bunch of customers that we've got to go fix their driveway. And, like, from my perspective, that's kind of dumb that we have to fix their driveway. And we don't have to. We choose to because we want to serve them. But it's like, hey, you decide to live on a freaking mile-long dirt highway or driveway, and you were upset if we didn't drive on that driveway to go service you go service you and so that resulted in ruts in your driveway Mm -hmm. like take some ownership is is honestly how i feel about that at times and so sometimes i get that way like we've got a lot of those to do and things like that like i can feel that creeping up and what changes everything is being like i'm so thankful we have customers so thankful we have customers to complain to us sometimes because if no one was complaining to us we probably wouldn't have any customers and like that keeps me so energetic with anything that needs to be done you know, whether it's actual straight to the customer or it's like, hey, we've got all this work to do. It's like, man, we've got this work because we've got customers and we're building the company and like I've got a body that can do work and like I've got a way to create an income for my family. And like when I when I keep that attitude or that mindset going, like man, energy just comes, it just shows up. It makes it so much easier to do things rather than sitting in a victim mode. And it's like oh, what if this, what if that, I want that. And that doesn't mean that you have to just be totally content with what you have and not pushing for bigger things. But I I think that's a danger of, you know, what people say, like argument against social media. It's like, oh, you see other people's things, so you cry about it. Like, that's not really social media's fault. That's the person's fault for not taking ownership of their own thoughts and being like, hey, you can decide whether that inspires you and you're grateful for what you have and you want to push for more or whether that, you know, makes you sad because you don't have it. Yeah. Um, and I come from a place of like depression. Um, I've struggled with it ever since I was a little kid. I mean, you know, firsthand, like 
before, like when we were discovering it out, you remember when we were little kids and we went to all stars in the Valley and I was, I was, I couldn't play baseball. I was so depressed, but I was too young to know what was even going on. My parents had no ideas kind of like before it was really kind of like a, a yeah, it's been thing. talked about a lot more. Uh-huh. And so I, I struggled with it for my whole life. And, uh, I, I went to so many stupid doctors and I took so much stupid medicine. And, and for those of you who don't know me, I hate doctors, I hate medicine, and I really hate needles. And I hate seeing other people's blood. So basically that's why I'm not <laughs> in the medical field. Um, and uh, it come to find out, like it's just, depression is just one of those things that uh, is kind of like what Garrett said. It's just one of those, our, our brains operate a certain way. And the only really way to fix that, I mean, yes, there's certain certain stages of depression that really do need medical de- um uh, medicine and treatment. Yeah. But for the most part, like there's difference between there, chemical imbalances and, uh, and there's a depression. There are chemical imbalances and depressions that, um, aren't. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and I found out like, yes, I have an imbalance. And so I have to take this medicine and stuff and, and, and it was stupid and what it is. But I also found that after working with so many doctors, the biggest impact that can kick any medicine's ass is your attitude and your perspective on life. And the simplest thing, as far as just remembering to smile constantly and all this, all this stupid stuff, um, can really make the biggest impact. So for me, when I'm tired and I go through all these like, oh, I get in these like, man, why the crap am I doing this? Um, for me, I've been in such a low point, almost kind of like a drug addict before mm-hmm. in my life. And I was like, man, I, I hated that feeling. And so the moment I feel myself going there, I always have to do this weird ADD attitude, almost bipolar attitude change. Just like, whoa there, caught myself. Glad I caught myself real quick. Let's uh, pick that back up. Hey, I need to go get an ice cream cone because that's going to, even though, like you said, that's a temporary fix, that mm-hmm. helps reverse my whole mental process. It's almost like a, a refresh button. And uh, the reason... Um, I try to keep myself so high energy and so positive and smiling and joking and laughing is because for me, that keeps me from, that keeps me clear. That keeps me level headed. That keeps me from being in that depressed, like a uh, blah victim thing, mode. victim mode. Yeah. And that's honestly, that's the worst. I just say it's the best companion for depression to, to create failure. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if that made sense. So, yeah, feeds itself. It, it's like it, this it, cycle it that's big, like yeah. So the, like it's this crazy little thing in you that wants to grow, and like if you feed it, it's just going to keep eating and creating yeah, more of yeah. itself. So the faster you can create ownership within your own mind, as far as your thoughts and your actions, and you're like, hey, it's really not that big of a deal. You're not a big loser. Take a deep breath. Everything will be fine. You're lucky to be alive. Yada yada. All that. The faster that'll go away, and the faster you'll get that energy back to redo it. Now, is it hard? Does it take practice? Is yes, I'm I'm 26. I haven't gotten it down, but I'm so dedicated to it. Like I've been doing this for like oh sheesh, I don't know, probably like 10 years. I've been practicing it, going through a bunch of psychologists and uh, therapists and all that stuff. And and I figured it out. And I'm a, and it's still hard for me. There's certain days where I have really lows, and I'm like, okay, take a deep breath. You're lucky to be alive, and all that stuff. Yeah. But that's kind of how it's helped me keep that high energy. And as a result, the higher energy I have, the positivity I have, the smiling, we have way better results. Yeah. Oh, and I think yeah. that's what leads into that question of the day when Kyle asked, how do you do it and why do you have so much energy? I think it's because the more energy you have, whether it's silly, positive, or whatever it may be, you, you definitely work harder. 
Well, I'd say the opposite is true. Like I was saying, that little beast that you feed, like you feed the other beast too. It true. also does its work, and that doesn't mean the other one. Like I don't think you ever kill it. No, you never. I kill really it. don't. Yeah, and like I think that's something that use that's useful for people to recognize. It needs to be said too: is don't be ashamed of it because probably everyone is going through it at some level. Like, Oh, absolutely. There's absolutely different levels, but no matter how happy or high, like I freaking love my life. Like I absolutely love it. And that doesn't mean that there's not like times where I'm like, Oh, like, man, like, yeah, I'm depressed. Like, but there's a way of training yourself. Like you were saying to like recognize it, figure out what it is to pull yourself out of that. And like get going on it, like whether it's hey, let me list some things I'm grateful for. Whether it's like, hey, like what's actually going on here? Whatever it is, it's useful to investigate. And usually, once you investigate it, that's what can clean it up. Because it's like this, and it kind of leads into like what my rant was. Like you just, if you ask yourself, why are you depressed right now? Like, oh yeah, I'm depressed because I'm working. But why are you working? Oh, because I really want that really sick car. Oh yeah, sweet. That's right. This this job is going to be way worth that car, so I'm going to keep working well, hard. Dude, I, I freaking love that because I actually was talking about Brian. I don't think we've ever had Brian on here, but he's one of our managers here. I was in a truck with him yesterday, and I was telling him that. I'm like, you know, I think if people would get clear on their intentions, they would be so much happier. Like, it doesn't matter what job it is. If it's serving your intention, then that's great. Now your intention might be to buy a car. And it's like, this serves it. Great. Like, fantastic. Then you can show up and bring your whole self to that job. The intention might be to build a huge business and like, that's your purpose in life and everything else. And so whether you're working eight hours, just clocking in, clocking out, you can show up and bring your whole self and be happy with it. Or whether it's building the business and it requires 16 hours a day, you can show up with that and be happy with it and love it and be in it. And I think where we get told disconnect is when we're just doing and we're not being clear about it and, yeah and that's where it leaves room for the depression to sneak in and be like this sucks things could be better this that and all of a sudden you're telling this story that has no bearing in reality has no clarity to it and it sucks mm-hmm. so dude I, I love that you're dropping bombs today <laughs> um and, and something else too i just thought about like when you were talking was uh the busier you can keep yourself and this is kind of off on a random tangent but uh, idleness is the worst thing for like depression and uh uh, the biggest killer, I think, for high energy. Mm-hmm. Um, the moment you start to get like idle is when you're like, oh, then you allow that natural brain to oh. think, and you're like, why am I doing this? What am I doing? And you're I just like, I don't think humans were made to be idle. I agree. I think it's their biggest weakness. And so the more active you can keep yourself, whether you have to be a planner to do that or just like, um, I don't have that issue because I have ADD. My wife was getting mad at me last night because I wouldn't watch this show with her, and so um, and like, no, I got, I can't, I can't sit here. I got to be gotta like, scrub the dog bowl. Yeah, well, what? Have, what? Uh, yeah, I was, I was literally like cleaning, and then I peeked my head around the corner, like, wait, what's going on? Why did she say that? She's like, can't you just sit down? Like, I'm like, no, I can't, I can't sit down. There's too much shit to be done. <laughs> and she's like, I already cleaned the house. I'm like, yeah. Anyways, but what I'm saying is, the more, the busier you can get yourself, the less um, off track you can get your your brain. And uh, if you can find excitement in your to-do list of some sort, that's what helps me bring high energy as well. Yeah, dude. Well, there's so much value if you'll be intentional. Yeah, it's like yeah, even I mean, if everything it's to-do goes list. Yeah. It's a dumb thing. Like cleaning the toilet, man. There is satisfaction and like happiness that can be found in cleaning the toilet if you approach it intentionally. Mm-hmm. If you just do the toilet because you. You were told to. to, 
mm-hmm. like yeah that there's there's nothing produced of it but i think even if you were told to but it was told to you by a person that you want to have that you're committed to like being felt loved by you and that seems to be a way that will serve that at that moment you can show up to cleaning that toilet in a totally different way that like changes your world like yeah cleaning toilets changes the world yeah so and, and i just thought something if uh for those people that are listening that might not be like oh man i'm not as I'm not able to take as much ownership and in my thinking as me and you and I are, I guess, at this moment. What are some things that uh, maybe as simple as like, yo, I do drink a bang a day or like for me, I know if I don't go to the gym, even though I might not work out super hard, but the fact that I don't go to the gym, I definitely have a lot lower energy that day. So what are some simple routine things for people that like to help them get going? Um Maybe like simple actions you do, like when you're sitting at your desk and you're feeling like, man, I'm down in the dumps. What what do you do gotcha. that's a pick you up? Or- yeah, so um, first thing I'd say with that is approach your own thoughts with non-judgment because they are not you. They're something that come and go that you can't really, like they just show up, but then you decide how you interact with them. And so approach those with non-judgment, just with inquiry, I would say at first. It's like a huge thing because that can lead you down a bad rabbit hole of if someone's like, take ownership of your thoughts, this, that, and the other, and you're giving positive, negative, like judgment on everything, and you're like just in your head on that, like just approach that with non, non-judgment. Like, oh, I just had that thought. Like, that's, that's interesting. To your rant, why? Yeah, why did I think so, that? Yeah, yeah, so like I'd say that's the first thing is approach your thoughts without judgment and just inquiry. And then the second thing is like, dude, I think there's a million things. There's always, I actually read a book on it once and it was about like uh, sensory. I, I cannot remember at all what it was. You're talking about the people that tell you to rub your earlobes and stuff? Well, it was kind of like <laughs> that. It was like be present to what, like how you're feeling right now, like physically. Like mm-hmm. it was like rub your fingers together and actually like pay attention to what that feels. Pay, feel like the carpet underneath your feet. Pay attention to what that feels like. That sounds silly, but honestly, sometimes I have to do that. Like, it like makes it wakes me up you can change your breathing like radically change how you're breathing like you're just breathing normal throughout the day stop and uh like take three really deep breaths hold it for 10 seconds let it out for 10 seconds like do that three times that changes um whether it's an energy drink a carbonated drink just going to the gas station to get a drink i think sometimes just like getting up and moving like if you're just yeah. stuck it's what you said in idleness if you're like find all of a sudden you're stuck in your head whatever it is to move you like if it's a walk around the office if it's a freaking run down to the gas station if it's doing 10 push-ups i don't think it really matters nearly as much as like the principle is take action in something yeah yeah and i'm honestly you you answered all of it i just from college from my experience and there's a lot of studies done on this too like if you sit doing something for too long like our human intention spans aren't very long. And so they say the people with the best results are the ones that take periodically breaks yeah. um, randomly throughout like Study. writing an essay or yeah. sitting or studying. And so like you said, get up, go take a walk. And the biggest thing for me is sunlight. So I always go outside real quick. Um, and I always do, like Garrett said, I take a second and I don't realize it's a fun fact about me, but I, uh, I squint and I, and I focus, I stress my eyes really bad. And a lot of times I get these headaches and I'm like, why do I get this headache? And I take a second and I think about it 
it's because I'm squinting so hard all the time. So I, I have to relax my hey, eyes. What's like, going on over there? Uh, <laughs> and then when I relax my eyes, I'm like, wow, my headache's going away. Right. It's like, oh, maybe it's, I didn't drink enough freaking water. Yeah. And I'm, drink like, anything yeah, today. Like, I'm, I'm so angry. Like, why am I so, oh, maybe because uh, me and Garrett haven't had breakfast or lunch. Yeah. And so just like you said, be aware of where you're at. Um, take a few deep breaths, take yourself out of your environment you're in. And just like you say, okay, ask yourself why. I think why is the big word today. Um, and I think you can solve a lot of issues with that. Por qué? There you go in Spanish for you. Por qué? <laughs> All right, dude. Uh, you got anything else? No, nah, that's it, man. All right. Well, we appreciate you guys listening to Trash Talk. Leave us a review. Hit me up, Garrett the Trash Man, across all platforms. I finally got it done. Heck yeah. Good for you. Or uh, Dallin Smith 3. Mm-hmm. All right, fellas. Keep it real. Peace.